We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For MyPrizePicks.com, if you haven't checked them out already, make sure you use promo code GRINDERS and you'll get a 25% matching bonus, up to a $1,000 bonus. Take advantage of that. And PrizePix is fun because it is a fantasy props game where you kind of parlay your fantasy props together. So we're going to do that here for college football on Saturday. I've got three picks for you. Let's jump into it. Okay, first pick for me is going to be Justin Fields from Ohio State, and I'm going to take the under 29.3 fantasy points. Now, remember, these will fluctuate a little bit over there on my prize picks, and I like it, uh, the under, all the way to about 28.5, maybe even 27, simply because I don't think this is going to be a very high-scoring game. The total came in way lower than expected, and yes, Fields went off last week, but you got to remember, he ran for 61 yards, 51 of those came on one rush and this Cincinnati defense is no slouch bringing back a ton of players from last season uh, I think Fields has a good game but not a crazy good game and almost 30 fantasy points is that so I think it's an under on Fields at 29.3 fantasy points for my next pick I'm going to take an over on another quarterback from the SEC this time though and that's going to be Bo Nix the freshman from Auburn at right around 20 to 21 fantasy points. Thing about Bo Nix is you you look at that game last week. It was a really tough game there against Oregon, but uh, this is a kid who has all the tools, both running and passing, and he is going to go from an incredibly tough defense out there in Oregon to one which isn't bad out in Tulane, but I think the drop in competition is going to be significant, and we're only talking about... 21 fantasy points here. And what I like about this matchup is Tulane's offense is good enough, I think, to keep this close. I think this could be a back-and-forth game. They've got a new offensive coordinator who plays super fast out there in Tulane. So I think this is a high-tempo game, and I think for Knicks to get three touchdowns feels pretty easy. And I think for him to go over 20 fantasy points, 21 fantasy points, 
is pretty likely in this one. So I'm taking the over on Bo Nix from Auburn. All right, our last pick is going to be a wide receiver. We're going to take the over on LaVisca Chenault of Colorado at about 23 and a half fantasy points. Now, Chenault's a guy who, if you look at him a season ago, was a target monster. He actually had 12 or more targets, and I think it was like seven of the nine games that he played last season. And in those games, he had nine receptions, I think, in those seven matchups as well. Uh, week one just didn't get the looks, and I don't really know why that took place, but this game versus Nebraska for Colorado I think could be sneaky high scoring here. I think they're going to want him to get involved, and this is a guy who, if he catches nine balls, he got nine fantasy points already. He's going to get a touchdown in this game. There's zero doubt in my mind, and 23.5 feels kind of large for a wide receiver, but at full point PPR here on prize picks, pretty doable for a high volume guy and I think this is going to be a, a pretty high scoring back and forth game against Nebraska so Chenault he's a stud I just don't think he performed like it week one I think that changes here week two and uh, we can take advantage of it here on prize picks so take the over on 23 and a half fantasy points on LaVisca Chenault all right so there's my three picks for you today fields on the under Bo Nix on the over and Chenault on the over. I'm doing it 50 to win 250 over on myprizepicks.com. Make sure you use promo code GRINDERS if you haven't signed up already. Get that bonus. Check them out. A lot of fun here this college football Saturday. Thanks for watching here on rotogrinders.com. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist.
is going on, Roto-Grinders? Dean here. at Dean7904 if you want to get all technical. I mean, it's 501 on the East Coast, 201 on the West Coast, 401 in Tennessee. Woo! What? Rick, is Rick? Pepsi, we're doing a thing. You know we're doing it live, right? Pepsi, it's... Yeah, good change. Time. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. What time is it there, Ric Flair, on the, uh, as far as Tennessee time? What do you have for me? The fans wanted the woo. I had to give them the woo. You were taking way too long with your introduction. There's, there's fans, though? Yeah, I mean, it seems like you're rattled already. We're like 10 seconds into the show and you're rattled. They're viewers. I mean, I wouldn't call them fans, per se. Like, I don't think they have, like, a, your poster on the wall. I mean, they're not fans of yours, but they're fans <laughs> of mine, I hope. <laughs> fans seems like a really, uh, I don't know, egotistical interpretation. Pepsi, I was going to say you're a returning champion. That's why I invited you back. Uh, you know, you, you did so well yesterday, but uh, you ran out of pose for what it's worth. But uh, now I, I'm going to take it all back because, uh, you know, I hope somebody else is available to take your spot. I, I'm insulted that you would uh, interrupt me like that. I think the chat enjoyed it, though. It's, I'm all about the chat. Sorry. Is You know what's going on? I think I know what's going on, Pepsi. You're excited about it's football season. Yes. Bears <laughs> and Packers tonight. Thursday night football. Come on. What's better than that? Name two bears. Ooh. <laughs> Name a bear. William the Refrigerator Perry. He no longer, yeah, he's retired. Yeah. And uh, reboxing. Trying to think of um, ooh, who else can we go with? Um, Jimmy Man, remember him? Walter Payton. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Two great bears. How about that? Sure. Uh, they're, no, they're no longer playing football these days, but they but were they bears. They are bears. They are bears. <laughs> Judges are, uh, I don't know. I'm not, you I'm just not said sure. name two bears. You didn't say new, new, name two current bears on the roster. Yeah. I thought you were going to go with the Yogi route or something like that, but. Uh, yeah, I, I suppose those are bears. And the, the judges in the chat will let us know if you got it right or not. Of course, I'm talking about the Roto-Grinders chat here at Pepsi. We are also on the YouTube. Uh, feel free to like and subscribe if you're on YouTube. Pepsi's ego, like, oh, if you're a fan of Pepsi, give them a thumb up. <laughs> <laughs> you probably won't see too many of those. <laughs> let's, see, let's see how many fans we actually have on YouTube. Uh, let, like and subscribe over there. We much appreciate it. And, uh, of course, NFL season, if you guys are on YouTube, if you're subscribed, you're probably aware. Uh, there are plenty of NFL shows, NFL shows getting pumped out. Yesterday, there was uh, two last night. Our best friend, Eric Crane, uh, hosted the, the Pick 6 show, and then Britt had the, uh, the PFF show. There's another show going down tonight, and I was actually told by our producer, D-Train, he's multitasking. One of his tasks today was to tell me not to come into work. He's like, stay home, because they're recording, I, I believe it's a Swolecast tonight in office for, for football. So, um, yeah, I was told, stay away, basically. Kicked out of my office. Do you get that a lot, the stay away part? You mean at work or just like generally in life? I just mean in general, you know, that's what you said. I don't know. I've heard, I'm sure I've heard worse. <laughs> I've probably heard better at some points. I mean, your neighbor certainly doesn't like you. We know that. No, I should give a little knock on the wall and say, uh, see how they're doing. They're big fans. I'm sure they are. But uh, yes. Uh, otherwise, Pepsi, how do we feel about tonight? It's a seven gamer. So that's why we're having some goofiness. That's how we're having some nonsense. Of course, we'll dive in and talk uh by the way, I, I was going to say the sponsor of the show tonight, Pepsi, is Yahoo, but you did not give me a chance, so apologize to Yahoo. I apologize, Yahoo, but I'm still not happy with you, Yahoo, because I'm Canadian and you're clearly biased and won't let me play on your site. USA, 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 but I will say, uh, I'm not sure if you caught this, this doesn't matter for you, obviously, Pepsi, but uh, Florida, if you guys are in Florida, uh, you can play on Yahoo now, as of a couple days ago, and there's actually an RG uh, promo code, I believe it's Grinders. I'm fairly certain that that is what it is. Don't hold maybe grinders 30, uh, you know, check in the, uh, you know, on the rotor grinders page, maybe Devin can go ahead and find that and drop that link in chat, but uh, you can get yourself $30 in a drip format. I believe it drips at 4% as you play. 
and speaking of the NFL, speaking of Yahoo, of course, tonight there's some baseball, uh, no management fee, no rate contests. Uh, there's the big one this weekend on Yahoo as well. It's $25 to jump in there, a million as far as the total prize pool, and what, not even 10000 out of 40000 have even uh, signed up just yet. So uh, without question, if nothing else, if there's no management fee if it does sell out. If it doesn't, there will be additional overlay, not just that Pepsi. It's a flat payout. I love the flat payouts. Uh, a million as far as the total prize pool. What's the best number for the first if you're going to bank it? Uh, ten, you know, 10%, right? We like that? I like that. 10 is a good thing. And it is Grinders 30. Thank you, uh, Devin, confirming that in chat for us as far as the promo code. If you guys are in uh, in Florida, you want to play some Yahoo. Uh, Pepsi, 100000 up top. I like the distribution as far as, uh, you know, trickle it down to the people. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm not a big fan of the ones that are really top heavy. But uh, I got a question for you. A lot of... Uh, a lot of Canadians head to Florida, call us snowbirds. Yeah. It starts to get fall and winterish, and uh, we head to Florida. So can we play Yahoo while we're in Florida as Canadians? I can't answer. I don't know. I Wait, mean, a little bypass action going on there. I might be able to do that if I head to Florida. And I'm going to Florida this winter, too. So maybe, maybe you're saying there's a chance. So you're telling me there's a chance. Um, I don't know. Uh, probably not. Uh I would say probably not because your home base is, I, I, I can't, I'm, I'm not going to speak. Your IP, maybe I'm in Florida. Anyway, regardless, I might have to check out some Yahoo while I'm there because it might uh, might let me actually play, play if I'm in Florida. When are you going to Florida? Probably not till February when it's awful here. All right, fair enough. And uh, Florida, of course, recovering from, a, they got some, you know, uh, some action as far as the hurricane working its way up the coast and uh, uh, stay safe out there. And my, my, uh, my brother's there in Charleston and they had some issues and, one of, their, one of their neighbors had a massive tree fall in their house. So, uh, yeah, pretty uh, pretty ugly there. And everybody out there, hopefully y'all stay safe. And uh, I, I don't, I have not tracked it since. I think it's working its way up to up the coast as far as East Coast. Maybe, probably not making its way up in Canada. You guys don't ever get hurricanes, right? I don't think so. No, we're pretty safe here. I mean, the winters are obviously awful, but we don't really get to earthquakes or hurricanes or anything crazy like that, which, which is definitely nice. Is that an insulting term, snowbird, by the way? Are you okay with that to be called a snowbird? Snowbird, I'm not even sure why that why would that be insulting because the weather's snowy here and like fly south like the birds, snowbird. I mean, I don't think it's insulting in any way. So no, I don't think I'm insulting anybody. It's not like- I, no, I have no idea. I was just I've heard it before too. And like yeah. uh, all right. I'd like to be a snowbird. When that weather comes, I want to get out of here. <laughs> Pepsi, you know what it's time for. I believe we have to give some shout outs to the people. We have a promo today. Well, okay, we should actually mention this too, because uh, the NFL season is starting tonight. Uh, the Sharp Side app along with Vegas, uh, Vegas Insider. There is a $10,000 contest that is free to play. Just fire up the SharpSide app. Uh, 10K in total prize pools. Just There's also weekly prizes. There's half-season prizes. Uh, this is not a flat payout. I believe it's 5K to the winner. I, I see you putting Zs in the chat. I'm sorry, Pepsi. I, I'm supposed to. I want to tell the people how to win some free money. It doesn't cost them anything. Hey, it's I'm just trying to have some fun here, and you're pretty much putting us to sleep here, so I can't deny the truth. So I'll hang up the chat while you blabber on here. <laughs> well, I want to knock out the promos, step aside, and then we can talk some baseball. Does that not work for you? That works for me, yeah. I don't know why you stopped and, and uh, interrupted yourself, basically, this time. Well, you're really... Dragging this out, Dean. You're really dragging this out. That's what's putting most people to sleep. Pepsi, if you're rocking the, the Roto-Grinders avatar, and if you're not sure you're on the fence, we're going to give you some incentive to do so, because if you think, not just think, not even finishing the podium, just finishing the top 10 of certain contests, you get yourself one month of Roto-Grinders creaming for free. Uh, and with the NFL right around the corner, it's a good time to do that. And this is the time, Pepsi, we do the shout outs. And this is the time where you kind of root for me to, to butcher your name. And I will butcher your name if it's a, 
Well, these are mostly, uh, I think these are fairly, fairly easy. I don't, I don't think I'm going to tank this one just yet, but got to give a shout out to those that are recently rocking the RG uh, badge. We got, of course, uh, Dank C2. <laughs> so confident. D-A-N-K, it's like, I am Ron Burgundy. D-A-N-K-C, maybe, oh, it's Dan from KC. Two, I think. Two for two, man. Two for two, that a boy. We got Bad Axe one, that's Bad Axe. You know, just in case there's any, uh, yeah. I like it. Don't push the button on that one. We got E. Callerman, W. Bridges, 009. W. Bridges, 009. Uh, we got Bowl 827, and then we can't forget about Tarzan Boy. Hey, Tarzan Boy. 63% butcher rate. <laughs> well, that's not even possible with a, a, a sample size of six. 63.9 if you want to go technical. No, that doesn't work out math-wise. It'd be like 50% or 66.66% or... That's what my algorithm says here. I don't, I don't argue that it's never wrong. Reset your router, my friend. <laughs> uh, Pepsi. We got plenty of time to talk some baseball. We got 15 minutes before you step aside and make way for, for crunch time. On crunch time today, you're going to have one Kevin Roth along with Derek Hardy, uh, the chief uh, CEO of the bat and the Blitz. Get yourself the Blitz for the NFL season as well. Maybe you'll talk the Blitz. I have no idea. Certainly, I'll talk some baseball with y'all. Roth will tell you what's going down weather-wise. And I thought one thing was sort of interesting because we, you know, if you fire up the weather today, or the weather page, Atlanta, it's expected to be hot. The winds are blowing out. Uh, Pepsi, and I pulled up, you know, Ross Weather Edge tool that tells you basically, you know, what's what to expect based on similar outcomes. This Braves ballpark is, you know, fairly new. I think it's the second season, and there's no similar games to this weather as of like 20 minutes ago. I'm gonna put a refresh on it, but the sample sizes are really small as far as Atlanta because the ballpark is new. But um, it's hot, and the wind's blowing out, and I'm told like people say Steven Strasburg sweats a lot more so than others. Uh, when it's hot outside, but you know, it's a clear cut case that like, he's the most obvious like pitcher on the slate. If you fire up the old, uh, the lineup HQ, what you like to call Pepsi is the lineup heads, headquarters, the K prop it's off the charts in, in comparison to the field. We got Strasburg at seven and a half, which not a massive number, obviously, but everybody else is five and a half or less. It's not this optimal, uh, you know, matchup, uh, raw points perspective. Yeah. Strasburg is your guy, but does he fit the lineup build for you today? You had 24 hours to fix that curtain, Dean, and you did nothing? It's not. It's a blind. Uh, for real, is the is sun peeking? It's in again? blind in your face again. I'm just, come on, man. You're better than this, Dean. What do, oh, I'm going to have to put a curtain up now. I, I had it up earlier, and I thought, like, I took it down because I had my windows washed, and it was a whole thing, and I don't want to do it with the person. So now I got to bring it, I got to put it back up. And it's just like, a, all right, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll do something off there. We're doing a show, Pepsi. Yeah, the Strasburg conversation, it's an interesting one. I mean, he's the best pitch in the slate by far. Um, you know, the price point's pretty high, though. He's been solid against them. You know, and he even spiked the gym against them, I believe, last time out, out of his three meetings here. The problem is, you know, he's very expensive. Um, the K rate is not as high as it usually is for Strasburg. He's having his best statistical season, but not necessarily in terms of strikeouts. And the Braves are just such a tough matchup. I never like the roster pitchers against Atlanta. Matter of fact, I don't think I've done it all year long. So I'm probably not going to start tonight. I didn't play a lot tonight and strictly GBPs again on these short slates. I prefer to do that. But I'm just not too enthused by Strasburg tonight. I think he's fine. I think if you're playing cash and you want that safety, I'm perfectly fine with him. But I'm not even sure you have to play him in cash tonight. So the matchup's tough. The price point is high. I like him. I don't love him in any format. Uh, on the season, Strasburg has a K rate. Uh, we're looking at what just short of 30%, 29.8%. Uh, 
Uh, and like you said, this Atlanta matchup, not particularly great as far as a, a K percentage. We're talking 20% collectively. You know, two of their best hitters, Acuna and Donaldson, they're really strong as far as the ISO, as far as the Wobble, but they actually strike out a fair bit. So I guess it's nice to have them in there for that potential. But of course, uh, a run prevention perspective, you don't really want to see them. And, you know, Alvey's at 16.9%, Freeman at 16.1%, uh, even Joyce is less than 20%. It's, 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 a, it's a contact heavy lineup. Again, he's going to, he's projected to score the most raw points. And, I'm for sure going to have some Strasburg lineups just because just got, you know, I think I can make things work as far as the bats. And we'll talk about that because the SB2, one of the SB2s I'm, I'm considering rolling out there today is fair enough and cheap enough where I think you can get yourself Strasburg, a cheap SB2, uh, and a reasonable amount of bats as well. Um, but then, you know, it kind of falls off the rails really quickly, Pepsi, mm-hmm. uh, it's, if we get away from Strasburg. And that, that's sort of the, the, the issue because we have a ridiculous price on Jose Quintana. We're not playing that. That's just not happening, is it? We're not paying it. No, I don't think so. And I mean, like you said, the reason why you might miss Strasburg, and I might as well, even though we don't love it, is because of the fact that the slate is lacking upside arms, that's for sure. So Quintana is a guy that I'm certainly not too keen on. He probably misses my player pool entirely in all formats. But the guy I like a little bit uh, lower than that, Wade Miley here. Miley's been pretty good all season, a little above average, but he's got the best matchup of the night. His price point's much cheaper than Strasburg. You know, Seattle, 25th best Woba since the All-Star break, the fourth highest strikeout rate all season long. They just can't hit lefties. And I think there's a clear path for a quality start, maybe more, maybe K per inning and seven clean innings I could see from Miley. So I like Miley just as much, if not more than Strasburg, if we take price into consideration. So in terms of best bang for your buck, it's probably Miley for me tonight. That seems strange to say, but I like the savings and I love the matchup. Yeah, he's in the mix. Uh, my lead is, what, $39 on Yahoo Quintana. We talked about him, $46. I just cannot talk to that price. And we're going to talk about Means, Andy's brother, uh, Pruitt, uh, as well in a second, as other guys that are, you know, in play. He's got a roster of two dudes. Um, you know, the K rate's not good, 20.6% on the season. The Seattle team, like you said, uh, collectively their Woba is 361. Their ISO is 245. There is some pop in the lineup. No lot of small samples have been good against lefties uh, from an ISO perspective, 328. Uh, more at the top, striking out at 26%. Murphy at 31. Uh, CEO of Team Girth, Vogelbach, strikes out, what, 26, 27% of the time. And then at the bottom of the line, Bishop and Fraley as well. Collectively, not this monster number, actually, 22.2%. It's not a great big number, but uh, I, I do think Miley's in the mix just because, like, who else are you going to roster? I don't think I have to have him. And as a general thought, as far as the pitchers, we're going to work our way down here, Pepsi. We don't have to have any of these guys, do we? Well, the other thing about Miley I want to see in that Seattle lineup is you mentioned the strikeout rates a little bit lower with this projected lineup here, but how many bats are we afraid of here? Like, I mean, you've got some real easy outs in there as well. So even though the K percentage doesn't seem to be as high, you've probably got him going seven, maybe even eight innings tonight just because I think there's some real easy outs in that lineup. I mean, tell me one bat that you're actually afraid of in that Seattle lineup right now. Uh, no. It would have to be a righty I prefer, right? I mean, Vogelbach's a decent a high upside bat in the right matchup, but Left down lefty. I mean, give me a righty you're afraid of. Uh, like I said, like Nola in a small sample has been good, but I'm in no way afraid of Nola. Like he's not frightening me. Mur- Mur- you know, Murphy uh, has been good as well, especially when you compare him against other catchers, but that's not the question you're really asking me. Uh, no, it's not. It's just not a good lineup. Uh, to, to say it succinctly, I'm not afraid of it. And, you know, I, this Houston lineup is going to be it, it hurt to some degree without Springer, but he has some win equity as well because what Houston's minus 280. Because Marco Gonzalez is on the other side, and sure, Houston's not, not as good as you want it to be, but it's still pretty strong at the top with, you know, Altuve, uh, you know, Yander, 
uh, Yander, Jordan, uh, you know, Gurriel, Brantley, Bregman. Yeah. Uh, Springer's going to be out for like, what, three, four days? They said at least the next week, I think. Uh, I believe he's dealing with a concussion he, he suffered uh, jumping for a ball in the outfield. Uh, yeah. We're working our way down here at Pepsi. Again, it's uh, like we got John Means up next as far as the, the asking price, you know, in, on, on the Yahoo slate. Pruitt in the other side uh, is another guy that we're kind of sort of some, uh, you know, well, we'll talk about, you know, not the other side, but we'll talk about him versus Toronto, picking on your Blue Jays and probably not going to go seven innings, but Pruitt is cheap enough and the matchup's good enough. The ballpark's good enough. And again, I'm not enthused to roster Pruitt, but he just sort of kind of makes things work for me. Uh, as far as like the, the means, Pruitt, Allard, who do you have in this conversation? I think if you're looking for an SP2 in cash or you just want some safety in that lower tier in general, I think Pruitt's probably a guy if you're looking for that quality start. The upside's a little limited, but we know this Toronto team is young and talented. A lot of free swingers, though. A lot of kids still trying to make their way here. So uh, there can be some easy outs and some strikeouts here for Pruitt. So I don't, I don't mind Pruitt. I'm going to have exposure to him. And then what's interesting about that game in Baltimore is that Allard and Means are, are both really in play. We've seen Allard struggle to start his career. He's been really good in his last two starts. And now he's got Baltimore. On the flip side, John Means has been kind of hit and miss, but in the right matchup, he's been good. And Texas, of course, strikes at a ton versus lefties as well, and, and they don't have a lot of uh, lefties in Atlanta today, but again, it's kind of watered down. So we're not really afraid of a lot of these bats either that are right-handed. So both these guys are in play. I think we can go both ways in that game in Baltimore. I think we can also take some bats there, but uh, I would probably rank those three, Pruitt, Means, and then Allard. Uh, and GPPs, if you're looking for more upside, and to get off of a chalky Pruitt, I'd probably give the edge to Means there. So I'll probably have exposure to all three of those guys with both Miley and Strasburg at the top here in my six lineups. Yeah, I mean, too many five balls for Means, not, not enough Ks. The walks are pretty good. Like the K percent is less than 20%, but it should get a, at least a bit of a boost against this Texas lineup like you talked about. Uh, Chew at the top of 28%. Odor, Forsyth, uh, you know, Connor Falifa, The Shields, Trevino, all these guys strike out a fair bit. 25% collectively. And then on the other side, you know, yeah, Allard's in the conversation for me as well. Uh, takes a step back to means, which is a weird sentence to say, but hey, that's just how it goes down. Uh, if we're working, if we're working our way down even more uh, as far as pitchers, you, well, I mean, depending on where you're shopping, depending on what site you're on, uh, we got Max Freed against Washington. You know, great ground ball guy. We talked about how hot it is there too, and Washington actually, obviously, a pretty solid lineup. I, you know, on DK at eight four. I, I don't love that price. Uh, the price on Yahoo is uh, a little bit better, if I'm not mistaken. we got to check that out. We're kind of jumping back and forth as far as the sites. Yeah, he's 33 on Yahoo. I think he's more playable there. Same price as Pruitt, cheaper than, than Means. Basically the same price as Allard. And it gets ugly really fast. Um, you know, n- nothing dominant, but he's you know perfectly fine pitcher from a, a skill perspective. Uh, what are we doing with as far as Max Freed? I think he misses the cut for me just because the fact that Washington, solid team, not a lot of upside for <coughs> Washington's been really hot. And uh, the price point is kind of left a no man's land for me. I'd rather pay up or pay down here. So, again, I'm making six lineups, and I'll tell you exactly what I'm doing. I'm going Strasburg with all three of Pruitt, Means, and Allard. And I'm going to do the same thing with Miley with Pruitt, Means, and Allard. So, that's my six lineups tonight. Uh, I'm not going to touch a guy like Freed. I think he's fine. I don't mind him. If he, if he's in your GBP player pool, wouldn't talk you out of it. But um, I'll take the savings and go down to some guys that I think could have just as many raw points as him tonight. Pepsi, I'm told you can roster any pitcher against the Marlins. But then, you know, well, actually, 
Yeah. Dario Agrizol, uh, and his 11.5% K percent. Um, you know, and he's, he's been lucky too. His batting average on balls and play at 269. Uh, you know, his, uh, his left on base percentage is over 80%, 14.5% fly ball, you know, home and a fly ball rate's not exactly, you know, unlucky. He's got a 4.5 ERA, a 5.79 uh, Sierra, 6.25 uh, XPIP. You know, I, I was listening to the premium podcast with Cheese earlier. Cheese means – and Nate, and Cheese is on um, – he's on the Marlins. What a weird day. It's a seven-gamer. and This, this uh, Dario looks like probably the worst pitcher of the slate, one of the worst pitchers in baseball. You know, in terms of strikeouts and swing and miss stuff, he might be the worst statistically I've ever seen, to be honest with you, since <laughs> playing DFS. So, you know, anybody versus the Marlins, it's what we thought, but but I'm with cheese. I, I didn't catch the podcast, but I think you can play some of these value Marlins tonight and, and help makes it work. So it's another reason why I'm not on Freed as well, and I'll, and I'll pay up to Straz and Miley because there's plenty of value out here tonight. So we can we can certainly get some value spots to pay up for those guys. And uh I get the Agrisol play. He's cheap. It is the Marlins. If he's ever going to have a good game, it's some easy outs are certainly still there for him, even though he's terrible versus this Marlins team that again, strikes out quite a bit. And when they do make contact, it's usually on the ground. So it's not like they're a big threat, but uh, he's so bad. I can't go there. Again, I revealed my plan tonight, exactly what I'm doing with pitchers. But um, I mean, I don't know how many laps I'd have to go to get him in there. And I get, (laughs) I get, I'm not sure that I would tell you, it's an awful play to get off of him. But I would warn you that despite the fact the Marlins are awful, this is still a really bad pitcher who's going to get hit. So basically he's going to need a lot of luck, even to have a quality start against the Marlins. And yeah. again, you know, I don't I don't see him striking out a batter for anything or anything crazy either. So if you want to roll the dice and you feel lucky and you hope that all the balls could hit the fielders and you're good with three Ks, I guess you can roster him, but I think I agree. I prefer the Marlins bats. I mean, I didn't think outside of Coors Field, I would say that all year. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to, and we'll talk about it as far as making things work. Uh, Isan Diaz actually dropped in the lineup. He's batting six tonight. He's a cheapie out there. And, you know, Cooper's fairly cheap, depending on where you're looking. I think he's especially cheap uh, on Yahoo, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's like seven bucks. Yeah. I got to ask, Dean, sorry to interrupt you. Neil Walker's not a nice option too, but of all the times we've talked about Lewis Princeton and making it work and playing him and, you know, him being cheap, this is the night where I guess the guy doesn't strike anybody out. Princeton's splash power, and, of course, Princeton's not in the lineup. Yeah, yeah. that's You know, you'd think it would maybe boost his confidence and hit the ball at least. Yes. That's, just, that's a little frustrating because I thought he'd be a lock in there. But even despite that, we still got some value on both the Marlins and around the league here. So the people out there are probably watching, like, well, where are the pitchers they're going to like? That's it. Like, th- th- there's nobody, like, I really like. And that's the reason why, you know, uh, Strasburg, despite, despite the fact it's not this great matchup and you're not really getting this big discount, but he's the clear best play. And you can, if you can kind of sort of just make it work, um, you know, and I think you can because the SP2 is not going to cost you much money anyway. That's sort of where I'm looking. Uh, you're probably not going to get a top of the bell curve game as, as far as, you know, his optimal output. You're not going to get – what do you have? 14 strikeouts. Didn't he have 14 strikeouts? Against, was it the Marlins? 14 strikeouts against somebody. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, I'm going to have some Strasburg just because, Hey, I, I have lineup HQ up in front of me right now. You know, this, the ownership projections get closer and closer and they get more and more refined, but you know, we're looking at 34% ownership on Strasburg. And you talk about Miley at 39%. What world was Wade Miley at 39% owned, you know, pitcher. I understand he's been better. And I understand he's, you know, a big favorite and it's a nice matchup and all that, but he's not like this great dominant pitcher. And then you got Means at 30%, Pruitt at 23 
The aforementioned Dario Agrizel at 17%, just because you hold your nose and click, and hopefully, you know, he kind of ekes his way with some positive BABIP. That's it. Like, what else, what else is there to talk about? Nothing. So I'm just going to round it up, basically, and I'll throw in some umpire information here as well. Uh, Strasburg and Miley are at the top for me. Um, I'm okay with either one of them in cash or GPPs, and I'm going to split them up. And like I said, I'm doing six lineups. So three for Miley, three for Strasburg, and I'm pairing them with three people. Pruitt, who has an extreme pitches umpire, which gives oh. him And then Means and Allard in that order, who, has an, who have an extreme hitters umpire, which is a little tough. But again, they both have the strikeout upside. I'm still going to take some uh, shots there as well. And again, I won't go to Agrisol. So for me, it's those three guys in the, in the mid to lower tier, and it's Strasburg and Miley up top. In terms of other extremes, um, what else do we have here? I know the game in Boston has an extreme hitters umpire. I, I got it in front of me. I can read it off if you'd like. Um, yeah, we got Perez and Allard with an extreme hitters umpire. Means, Eovaldi, extreme hitters umpire. Uh, Anderson, that's Chase Anderson. Quintana with an extreme pitchers umpire. Uh, Thornton, like you said, along with Pruitt, have an extreme pitchers umpire as well. So, by the way, you know uh, Joe West is considered neutral. Isn't that weird? Just, I mean, who knows what – it's like who knows what he's going to do. Like, he, the yeah. algorithm's like, I don't know. It's just Joe West. Because he butchers – he constantly butchers games. So he's consistent, but he's consistently bad on, on both sides, I guess. We've got Angel Martinez, also umpire tonight, who is um, maybe the first umpire in baseball in terms of uh, – um, sorry, what did I say? Angel Hernandez you're talking about? Yes, what did I say? You said Martinez. It just says Angel. I assume oh, it's – okay. <laughs> There's only one That's angle. what it says. In terms of like Joe West, to me, is probably the biggest jerk in, in as an umpire. And I think that Angel uh, Hernandez is the worst umpire in terms of getting calls right. You and I were watching some highlights a few years back of a Boston, of a Boston Yankee game where he missed five calls in one game. All five <laughs> went to review, and all five were overturned. Angel Hernandez won game. And he also blew uh, Galarraga's perfect game, too. I mean uh. – yeah, was oh that wasn't him, sorry. That wasn't Angel Hernandez. No, that was the guy with the the the, the, the much Jim Joyce. Yeah, he's a good dude, actually, Joyce. So I'm sorry, I apologize for that. But Angel Hernandez, how can you possibly blow five consecutive calls at first base, all of them get overturned, and he's still gonna get a paycheck? I mean, there has to be some accountability. I mean, I, I, maybe there is. Maybe there's a pay grade, and you get rated and all that. But you never hear about. It. I think I think we need to hear when an umpire tosses a couple of guys early. When their backs turn, they've already walked away. Or when they're butchering calls like he did five in a game. I think we need to hear about it. So it just kind of brings us down. It's just go, okay, good. He got fined for that. Or his pay grade was dropped or whatever. Because when you don't hear anything about it, you just assume nothing's happening. And that frustrates us even more. Pepsi, when you go 0 for 5 on your home run and jack-in-a-bag calls, do you get uh, reprimanded? I mean, I'm not getting paid to give out Jackson and Bay calls, right? If I'm butchering, I'm not trying to help the people here. If I'm an umpire and I blew five calls at first base, there should be something going on. Maybe you, demote, maybe you don't demote the guy immediately, but there's got to be something. Maybe you've got to suck it up and take the extra home plate job that series. I mean, there's got to be a grading. You've got to get deducted something. That's How do you miss five in a row at first base? It's the easiest position, isn't it? It was great because like they kept showing the replay and like he's like he looks so sad each one like yeah like he's just and it, you know he's just gotta feel miserable about yourself but that, maybe he takes it home who knows they should feel bad about themselves and uh, I know the at least the home plate umpires get graded there's like they take a CD they're like they get a CD after the game or at some point uh, maybe it's not even a CD anymore probably just like it's like sent to him an email or whatever and tells them how many you know balls and strikes they box and they have to get a certain percent percent correct in theory to like stay you know legit but. You know, some of these guys, they're just never going to get fired. Like, you know, they're just, they're just never going to go away until they retire. But 
Uh, Pepsi, summarize the arms for me before you talk about bats. Again, Strasburg and Miley at the top, uh, mid-tier to lower tier. It's uh, Pruitt, Means, and Albert. Yeah, we could have just said that and like save like 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of said it three times what I'm, what I'm doing here. And um, I hear you. There's just not much more to it. I mean, yeah, it's a short slate. It's not a great slate for pitching. Uh, I think you can play Miley over Strasburg if you don't love Strasburg or the price, but they're very close to me. Um, not too often you hear that, Miley and Strasburg that close. And again, I think that maybe a guy like Means is more upside and GPPs to Pruitt, but Pruitt's safer. He's also got the extreme pitchers on fire, which is nice. And anytime I get guys that are close, I'll look into that. So an extreme pitcher for Pruitt and extreme hitters on fire for both Means and Allard makes me want to go Pruitt for sure as mess between cash. The chat's just cracking me up. They're having a good time here. Um, all right, uh, give me a hitter or two or a core, uh, you know, a core play you may like or even a team uh, as far as where you're, where you're starting your lineups at tonight. Obviously, biggest total on the board, uh, six and a half creeping up on as far as Boston versus Martin Perez, the other side. You know, Minnesota, all those boppers, they have a team total over five. Uh, the next highest number, I believe, is uh, Texas versus Baltimore. Uh, you know, where we're considering pitchers to some extent at nine and a half. Uh, and then uh, it kind of like falls off the table. We have nine games as far as the total. And that's kind of weird, but we talked about that Atlanta game with Strasburg and three, two of the best pitchers, you know, on the bump. Of course, two of the better lineups as well. Um, what are our thoughts here as far as a, a core player to a team? What are you looking at? I think the Boston Red Sox are probably the team that I, I like the most. And they, they should be chalky. Martin Perez started the season off very well, but he's kind of reverted back to his old self, especially in the second half here. He's been awful. Red Sox smash lefties, and especially my boy, J.D. Martinez. This guy's been a monster this season versus lefties. 496 ISO, 544 Woba. Those numbers are insane. So he's the guy that I would start with. He's got the multi-homer upside. I think you can use him as your top bat in cash even. He's just an absolute beast. And, of course, guys like Betts and Bogarts are going to follow. We know Betts has kind of struggled a little bit versus lefties, but I certainly wouldn't leave him out. Uh, and, again, I always talk about it. Every time Boston's kind of popular facing a lefty, Bogarts is third or fourth on the list here. Love Xander a lot tonight as well. And uh, – but J.D.'s still the top bat in the state, in my opinion. All right. And, you know, that's obviously, you know, banged out two homers last night. Had me on tilt because I, I had very little to know. I think I had a little a pinch. I had a pinch of uh, of bets, but that kind of varied my lineups pretty early last night. But, uh, hey, it's DFS Pepsi. We don't care about yesterday. We don't care about tomorrow. We care about tonight. As for tonight, let's get excited at catcher. Give me somebody good. <laughs> Melissa, our good friend Melissa, they're just saying, the chat is good times with Pepsi and Dean. Well said, Melissa. Well said. I appreciate that. Um, catcher. Ooh, I'd rather talk to the chat, I think. But you know what? I will say this. Christian Vasquez. I've been playing yeah. him all year. I've been telling people to play him all year. It's worked out really well for me. Hopefully you were listening as well. He's still the guy. He's still only $3,800. He's batting the five spot. He has smashed lefties. He's put better numbers up than Betts has against lefties, believe it or not. And... Um, yeah, he's probably my guy tonight. There's, there's a few good options, I think. Chirinos is interesting. Manny Pena is a guy that I like also versus lefties at $2,900. I mean, that's a fair price point. He's also hitting the five spots. So uh, you can play Chirinos and Grandal. I think that's probably where my pool would stop, though. Vasquez won. Chirinos, Grandal, Pena, something like that. But Pena being so much cheaper might give me the edge to use him if I'm looking to save a little bit of money. But uh yeah, I think it's all things considered, Vasquez has a very reasonable price tag in the middle of Boston order. You know, out of my six lineups, I don't know how, how often I'm going to get off of him in order, maybe in order once to save some money, but I really like Vasquez in that spot. Yeah, uh, Torino's a little bit better than that lineup at Nate, but, like, he probably still gets those four bats, I assume, unless, like, Houston wins the game, like, 3-2, and they lose the eighth inning, and 
They only get like seven hits or something like that. But uh, you mentioned Vasquez and on Yahoo as well, he's just two bucks above the floor as far as, you know, $7 is the minimum uh, on Yahoo. He's $9 there versus Martin Perez batting fifth. And like you said, speaking, you know, people probably heard that Vets line. It's like, what? I mean, the samples obviously aren't massive. This is Vasquez, you know, in 146 plate appearances versus lefties and Betts versus you know, 184 versus lefties. And the ISO for Betts, 174. Vasquez, 239 as far as the power. And the Woba is 230, uh, 356 for Betts and actually uh, 341 uh, for Vasquez. So def- if nothing else, more power on the Vasquez side. Uh, sure, Betts is a better hitter. That's not what you're saying, right? You're just kind of making the point that, yeah, uh, he's flashed it. I have really nothing else to add. Like, I'm, I'm playing on Yahoo tonight. I'm going to play Vasquez. And if you want to play the roulette wheel, and just, I'll take the field against Vasquez. I just don't know who's going to beat him. <laughs> I can't tell you who it's going to be. It'll be somebody. Uh, Grandall, sure, he's interesting. I know you mentioned Pena, who's more expensive than Vasquez over there over there in Yahoo. Uh, Diaz is, you know, he's still a minimum, but he's buried in the, you know, the lineup batting eighth. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't like any of this. It's all nonsense. Uh, I don't really want to pick on Strasburg, but you got McCann as, you know, a still minimum play as well on, on Yahoo. And if you want to be ambitious, you want to be goofy, you want to be off the board, you know, Tom Murphy's a hit lefty as well, but he's $19 on Yahoo. That's, that's just too expensive. But, you know, Pepsi, you can do anything you want in tournaments, and sometimes you kind of take advantage of that because nobody's going to play it. Yeah, I don't mind the Murphy call. I don't like that price point. But, um, yeah, sometimes you want to be a contrarian. I'm not, I'm not so sure I would do it with an expensive catcher, but it's certainly contrarian. Uh, first base, it's funny, the, the place I'm starting at on first base, one of the places I'm looking, like Chase Anderson reverse splitsy, so uh, I'm more interested in like the Castellanos and the Bryants of the world as opposed to Rizzo. Of course, you can play Rizzo as well. And then Hayter, you know, lurking in that bullpen, it's just never a nice sign uh, to see, you know, lefty and lefty. He sure, he's given up some homers, but uh, Rizzo's not my favorite, but Bell versus Eliezer Hernandez, gotta love that. Uh, we know that ballpark's much more conducive for lefty power as opposed to righty power. Uh, speaking of writing power, there is Garrett Cooper lurking, but he's another guy who's still minimum $7 on Yahoo. Uh, those are the first two interesting guys as far as, you know, first baseman for me. I don't mind Choi versus Thornton, bad ballpark, but he's fairly reasonable around the industry. And then there's always the Sam Travis dilemma because, you know, inevitably uh, a righty is going to come in, sometimes in a pressure spot, sometimes it doesn't matter. If it's a pressure spot, you, you just know he's going to become Mitch Moreland's. What do we do here as far as first? Yeah, a few of those names are interesting. You got Rizzo at the top, as you mentioned, which seems like a good matchup. But you mentioned that uh, Chase Anderson, very reverse blitzy. I'm not going to tell you not to play Rizzo or not to play him in stacks, but he's much better versus lefties. And you mentioned Hayter, the lefty, coming in as well at some point. He'd certainly be brought in to face Rizzo. So not in love with Rizzo at that price point. I don't have to have Rizzo tonight. G-Man Choi, you mentioned value there. I like that as a value play industry-wide. Yuli Gurriel. Gurriel is the guy that gets ignored sometimes when he faces a lefty. So, you know, if Houston missing Springer and Correa not in the lineup there, you know, Gurriel is an interesting play along with those other righties like Altuve and Bregman. But uh, we talked about, too, a couple of these Marlins, Neil Walker, Garrett Cooper. They're cheap. Uh, They're, you know, they got the the splits in their favor, especially in Neil Walker's case here all night long. And, uh, you know, Agassel is not good. So you could use some cheap Marlins here if you wanted to. And the one last guy I wanted to mention that I think is pretty interesting, and maybe the only Oriole that I'm interested in, Trey Mancini. You know, he's certainly capable of, uh, of hitting a home run or two here. And uh, he's like my, my interesting pivot off of some of these cheaper guys like uh, Troy Walker, Cooper, and again, Gurriel, along with Mancini. Likely not going to get high ownership, but I really like them both tonight. Revenge game for Neil Walker? Is, there, is he still? Yeah, it's been a while, I mean, right? He's it's played quite a few teams, though. I mean, I don't know if that counts. So how many, I mean... It you doesn't count. Four or five teams. It's not a revenge. It's only a revenge game once you played your old team the first time, right? 
first blood, you know, it's got to be a yeah. But I, it's a revenge game in, in like basketball, but not like. In, I do think it's kind of a sort of a thing in football, where like the quarterback know, like if they can pick them to give a, you know, give the guy the guy a shot against his old team, you know, they can sort of the quarterback kind of dictates. And you know, the receivers like in the quarterbacks and you're saying all week, yeah, this is my old team, this is my old team, this is my old team. But uh, all right, Keystone position, Pepsi second base. Uh, we mentioned, uh, you know, Diaz, he's following the lineup, but he's still minimum again uh, on Yahoo. If you have all the money in the world, you know, the big spend, I think, is Altuve. And he's not even that big of a spend. He's 20 on Yahoo, which is perfectly reasonable. I think he's 4-5 on DK. Yeah. Uh, total for Houston above six. We know how Altuve, the diminutive second baseman, absolutely annihilates the southpaws. Uh, potential jack in the bag? I don't know. I don't want to spoil for the people. But uh, those are the first two guys, you know, high and low. Of course, you have in-between plays. Again, don't want to pick on Albies. But Albies is there. You know, those are pretty solid against lefties historically. Freed, you know, more of a ground ball guy, but it's not going to enough power. But, you know, he's pretty cheap uh, around the industry. Uh, what do you have for me as far as uh, second base? I think so far I'm really only zeroing in on three guys. Altuve eased the top for the reasons that you mentioned. If I can get to Altuve, uh, I would put him on all six lineups if I get there. Probably won't, though, as I mentioned, you know, if you're doing some Strasburg combinations with Pruitt or something like that, and you want to be these bigger bats, you need some value spots. If we're not doing it a catcher, because I want to play Vasquez, you know, if you're going to get off Altuve, a King Wong, I mean, he's batting eight for Tampa Bay, a little bit of pop, a little bit of speed, nothing crazy. We're at $2,100 on DK, he's practically free. And going in between those two guys, Joey Wendell leading off at 31 is interesting as well. So that's kind of where I'm at. If I can get to Altuve, great. I prefer Wendell leading off. He certainly has multi-hit, multi-run upside. In that position, and then if I just want to punt it, I can use King Long. He's not available in FanDuel, though, and uh, and and that certainly helps me open up some room for the bats or Strasburg or whatever I want to do there. But uh, again, I just want to reiterate, Altuve is easily the top guy there. I'm going to get as much exposure to him at second as I possibly can. Yeah, that's where I'm at as well. Uh, third base, hot corner, kind of living before uh, Chris Bryant, 15, uh, 15 bucks on Yahoo. I think was he four two on DK. Both those prices are really good. Nice ballpark, obviously. We talked about Chase Anderson being reverse splitsy, meaning he's more vulnerable to righties than lefties. That's that's the, the first place I'm looking. Of course, you have Bregman, depending on, you know, if he's third base eligible in certain places. You know, I think he's short. Yeah, he's shortstop on Yahoo. I think he's still third base on DK. You know, Rendome, you know, absolutely annihilates lefty power, uh, lefty pitchers throughout his career. We talked again about, uh, you know, Freed keeps the ball in the ballpark. He's the max uh, salary at 27 on, on Yahoo. Um you know, tournaments, of course, yeah, uh, for your cash game, for your optimal dollar-for-dollar play, it's not Rendon. What say you as far as uh, the old hot corner? Yeah, I think Bryant and Bregman are two best options. And, again, where, where Bregman has the uh, versatility there, you can use them at shortstop and play them both. So Bryant, Bregman, one and one A for me. You know, we talked about guys like Wendell, Gurriel, and Walker that have multiple position eligibility as well. But two interesting pivots off of Bregman and Bryant. You mentioned empty Rendon having a great season, smashes lefties. We don't want to pick on free, but that's one bat you can certainly go with. And Miguel Sano. Now, he's you know, uh, he's going to get paid, Rendon. He's like the only like big-name free agent coming, coming in this offseason, unless I'm missing something. I think it's a pitcher, too. I think it's Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole and Rendon, like the two big free agents. Yeah. Hey. If you can always figure out – if you can sign your contract based on in between other stars, that's the way to go, right? Like like you said, Rendon and Cole, the top pitcher and batter out there, nobody's close to them, but uh, – before I was rudely interrupted. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, Miguel Sano. Oh, no. <laughs> sorry. What were you saying? Miguel Sano is the other pivot along with Rendon. Who I don't think it's going to get the exposure that uh, Bregman 
and uh, and Brian are going to get. So I think Sonoa's got some good upside as we like the Twins here a little bit tonight too. Speaking of being really interrupted, uh, last night, like four o'clock in the morning, the, the fire alarm went off in my. Oh. But like I was up, <laughs> I was like I was doing football stuff. So like, but I was thinking, what do you do if the, you know you're in a house? I'm a, still a, working my way up to. I'm in a, like an apartment complex, right? You know, I'm, I'm in downtown. It's a confined area. Uh, there's only so much space. And like it, it went off for like 30 seconds or 40 seconds or so. How long do you have to hear the alarm before you say like if you're in bed, say screw it, all right, let's because there's so many false alarms, right? Yeah. I mean, that's one of those false alarms where you just can't be wrong, though, and decide you're going to go back to bed. I mean, you've got to at least get up and check it out and waste that time and then know you're losing 30 minutes of sleep, I guess. You can't – you just can't go back to sleep until you know that it was a false alarm. I didn't move. I was I was not rattled at all. There was no sevens. <laughs> I was like – I was you know, you kind of look up and, like, and like just kind of watch – I don't know why you're watching the sound, but like, yeah, it's still going. It's going to turn off, though. I think it's going to turn off. And, yeah, you know, as far as I know, maybe something happened – Hopefully, if it did, uh, it was good on my side of the. Yeah, get up at that point and uh, I you know, locked out your blinds and then closed them properly. I've not been outside today, so I can't confirm. Who knows what could be? There's a, a zombie apocalypse outside my door. Call I know. Rick Grimes is lurking. Uh, let's jump to the old shortstop position. What do you have for me? I mean, Bregman's still at the top. I think uh, you could certainly make an argument for for Bogarts. Um, and, and I think at GPPs, I prefer Xander Bogarts here again. Xander gets ignored when it comes to bets and JD, it feels like. And of course, on DK, where you have to play a catcher, sometimes Vasquez could be more popular than Xander. So love Xander, love Bregman, because again, third base is pretty loaded. You might want to play Bregman here. And another guy we talk about not often enough versus lefties is, is Elvis Andrews, you know, uh, Jack in a bag candidate, maybe in the lower end here. But uh, I really like Elvis. Every time we get him facing a lefty, he's always reasonably priced. So outside of those three guys, again, I'm making six GPP lineups. I won't go off those three guys, and I'll likely end up going 2-2-2, two, 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 to be honest with you. Although if I end up using Bregman as a third baseman at some point, I'll probably get more Xander than anything. Uh, by the way, uh, the same reason like Bryant buys 15 bucks on Yahoo, just underpriced their nice ballpark. And, you know, somebody in, in the chat, I was asking about, uh, you know, Starling Castro. We talked about how terrible that the power is in that ballpark there in Pittsburgh. And, you know, he's 17 bucks on Yahoo. And, like John Birdie's eighteen dollars again. Birdie's three dollars more than Bias. I understand Agrizel's terrible, but uh, again, this is probably one of those depends where you're shopping. I'm sure you can get those guys cheaper. I'll have in front of me, like on DK and on Fanduel as well. But like, I, I just can't. And the, you know, I can't justify it. We always talk about you know you stack the Marlins and really you know massive you know tournaments like you know twenty thousand, ten thousand, five thousand, whatever it is. Not like in a tournament with like a thousand people, and that's more so uh, more more Yahoo speed and you don't really get paid off for it, despite the fact it's Agrizel. Like, I, I can't see myself, you know, playing that size tournament and paying that, that, that kind of funds to these Marlins. Although I do think, uh, you know, Cooper's interesting. Uh, you know, Walker, $7. Just want to kind of speak to these guys and, you know, put it in context. It just understanding on, uh, you know, depending where you're shopping, because people might be hearing different conversations. Just want to clarify that. And yeah, I, I forgot to mention, Baez, and that's interesting. He does return tonight again. Anderson's reverse blitzies. So, I may get a bias in there because I do plan to get Castellanos and Brian in there against um, in a mini mini Cubs stack versus Anderson. So I may have to get some bias as well. So I guess in order for me to go two two two, which is what I want to do, I may have to use Bregman a third at one point and then sneak bias in there. So I'm glad you brought up bias. Uh, I'm being told in chat, but apparently Strasburg's going to opt out. So Strasburg uh, and uh, and Rendon uh, leave Washington. Yeah, Strasburg having his best year decides to opt out. Interesting. Are you making it? I feel like you're connecting dots and like implying something by suggesting this. 
No, I'm just saying he's opting out after his best year. That certainly makes sense. I mean, Washington's a team that could be a wild card too. Like I obviously they're leading in the wild card, but I mean, that's a team that wouldn't surprise me if they, um, if they come out of the uh, national league group. I mean, obviously facing the Dodgers will be tough, but other than the Dodgers, Dean, can't Washington beat anybody there really? Well, they can beat they can beat the Dodgers too. Like the Marlins could could beat the Dodgers in a five game series. Like that can happen. Oh, it can. That can happen. Yes, it's that baseball. That is. But the Tampa Bay Lightning got swept by the Winnipeg Jets or something like that. Uh, the Lightning got swept by the Columbus Blue Jackets, who are very and good. The Thrashers. Yeah, I mean, no. <laughs> the Marlins cannot beat the Dodgers. It cannot happen. You are one hundred percent incorrect. You're just talking about Hartford your Whalers. Am I, I think I'm out of like defunct hockey teams. Like I, I spit out like four the Orlando Solar Bears. Shout out to the Solar Bears. Uh, uh, give me some outfielders, Pepsi. Outside of Boston and Minnesota, where you can play their entire outfields, obviously JD and Betts at the top. You don't have to play Ben and Tendi versus a lefty. Rosario, Kepler, Cruz, those guys are all beasts. And, you know, we always play the boomstick. Nelly Cruz there against lefties, but he's also murdered Dean. Oh, well, not really, not literally, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, murdered Rays as well. So Boston, Minnesota, my top uh, top outfield stacks, I guess. And then my three random dudes again. Nick Castellanos, love him. This one's a combo. Brian Braun and Lorenzo came together because anytime Milwaukee face a lefty, love those two guys together. They're both reasonably priced as well. So they're going to count as one or number two of my random dudes, I guess, after Castellanos. And then uh, Austin Meadows is the last guy here too. I, I think he's a, a reasonable play if you don't have to uh, – stack if you're looking for just one-offs here getting a slight discount on acuna on yahoo at 19 bucks i think that's pretty reasonable again don't want to pick on strasburg yeah um just just want to i just felt like it was worth going out there by the way speaking of that but uh, and you're talking about the playoffs the, the, washington has to have some regrets not rolling him out there remember the playoffs like four or five years ago whatever it was like we're just gonna rest him we're gonna keep you don't want to hurt him for the next five years just i mean i remember being i mean blacks fly forever man if i was a nats fan just just ridiculous but again I mean, there's no science to baby in the arm thing. We've established this. We've we've watched guys show 130, 120 and be fine for 10 years. And now we're going 90 and they're getting hurt. There's no science. It's it's a certain person. So it's not like if you push them, you know, this extra inning here, it's going to blow up versus down the road. I mean, it's just, I just think that's silly. You play to win every single year within reason. Again, we talked about no hitters and a guy sitting at 150 pitches at some point, you can't kill a guy in one start if you're going somewhere. But within reason, you, you play to win now. So, I mean, I'm not resting Strasburg next year when I'm in the playoffs. That's ridiculous. Playoffs? You play to win the game. I'm in football mode. I'm not sure if you're catching these references, but that's, that's for the NFL people out there, Pepsi. That was the Lions head coach. Um, no. No, hold on. Wasn't he with the – no, who was he with at uh, the time? No, uh, no, not the Lions. I recognize him, too. I can see his face. He wasn't the Lions head coach at the time? I don't believe Play so. to win the game. That's Tony Dungy. He was the, he was the coach. Yes. Of, what was it the Colts? I believe it was the, well, he was the coach. Wait, no, hold on. Now I'm, I'm getting my names mixed up. Yeah, Tony Dungy's right. I'm just trying no, to. No, no, he was the coach of the Jets. And there was a, oh, now I, I just, why don't I keep going? We're just going to talk baseball. Why? Anyway, yeah, you played to win the game. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Oh, it's Herm Edwards, everybody's saying. Herm Edwards. Yeah. You'll see his face, but, he, but he's right, especially if you're in the playoffs and you've got an ace caliber pitcher. I don't care if he's only throwing 150 innings in the minors and now he's up to 160 going to the playoffs. I don't care. I'm playing to win the World Series. I might not get back here. You play to win. So Dungy was the coach of the Colts. And to be fair, the initial part of that, I combined two quotes, the playoffs. Playoffs? That was Jim Mora, the coach of the Colts as well, too. So I'm explaining why I boxed that completely. 
Uh, I'm still one of you get rattled easily. You butcher things we're used to. Usually it's the RB, RG badge names you butcher, but well, you know, in this case, I'll have you know, somebody in chat was actually uh, that, that, that roster that they were saying I pronounced that name perfectly the first time and nobody else does that. So I didn't want to take a victory lap on that. I just kind of acknowledge it in chat. But uh, since you pointed it out, now you're a scoreboard. You're consistent. Oh, somebody just mentioned the Raptors. By the way, we're the world champions. Just want to throw it out there. Name three Raptors. I can name them all now. I just jumped on the bandwagon as I talked about. It. I mean, up until the playoffs, I couldn't name two Raptors, but I enjoyed the run. I jumped on the bandwagon. I'm not going to lie about it. it. Was it was a fun ride? And uh, yeah, it's too bad. It looks like it's coming to a complete end. One and done, I guess. Yeah. Well, you got Pascal. Pascal Siakam's awesome for sure. But uh, hey, you, one is good enough, right? Black Squad forever. Let's. Uh, we're going to take a peek at the old lineup HQ. Pepsi, is that good with you? I'm cool with that. All right. Core plays from one STL card today. He only has one core play as far as the pitchers. And it's Wade Miley. There you go. That kind of speaks to what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, notorious with Miley as well as, as well as Pruitt, because again, we live in the world of a salary cap. Uh, you know, cheese is good, correct? I've heard of him. I think he might be the best of all time. He's well, he's, if nothing else, he's good, but yeah, he's legit. Uh, did not write his musings today. It was a uh, cards actually wrote his article. Uh, he's got Strasburg and means for tournaments. I agree with that. I'm bored with that. And yet Stevie TPFL with his, uh, his salary savers and it's means and Pruitt as well. Like this is what we're talking about. It's a mishmash for sure, as far as all the pitchers, as far as ownership. Uh, I did, did I hit the refresh button? I don't recall if I did or not. I think I did because now Strasburg is at 46% because oh. that's just where we're at. That's, uh, it was 39 Miley, 36 Strasburg, you said earlier. Yeah, so those numbers would be different. Uh, Miley at now, tell us then. <laughs> the K prop on, on Strasburg at 7.5 Pepsi. You tell me, over or under 7.5, that's – that's a tough one. I want to say under. I don't want I'm to say not under. touching that number. I mean, I'm going to guess just because I like to at least, you know, throw something out there. But um, yeah, I'm going to go under that. I think a lot of things can go wrong, but that's a number that I wouldn't touch because I'm not comfortable betting it either side. All right. We're prompting the chat for some questions. Of course, uh, we're also going to get your stacks. We're going to get your homers. We're going to get your jack in a bag in just a second. What else do we have in here that, that's worth looking at here, Pepsi? You want to see hitters? You want to see hitter, uh, you know, ownership? If we're going to be in the lineup headquarters, I mean, the, the umpire data is a lot of fun, right? And just kind of looking at that and, and I mean, I, that's like that my already. part of it, I think. Okay. We covered that already verbally, but we'll show you the screen as well. Uh, you know, uh, it's Perez, Allard, Means, Eovaldi, all extreme hitters umpire, Anderson, Quintana, Thornton, and Pruitt with an extreme pitchers umpire. As far as the hitters, as far as stacking them up today, I'm curious what we have as far as the collective uh, ownership stack. And I think I went too far. So I am off the board. Let me scroll my way back. You're not going to believe this, Pepsi, but I'm not that great as far as navigation. Uh, yeah. Boston's got a 13. Oh, go ahead. Chime in. Pepsi? Maybe you just rattled a little bit. I don't know. Somebody's saying that Miley shows 8% now. I mean, when we opened the show, we talked about Miley at 39 and, and Strasburg at 36, which is kind of surprising. But you know, the slate kind of leads you there based on price. And now they're saying that Strasburg is 49, which is higher, 46, sorry. And Miley's down to eight. That can't be right. That that should not be correct. Unless they're looking at a different place. Uh, I pulled up the, the Yahoo ownership, which might, which might be different. Uh, where do we see? Where's Miley? At? I got Miley at 39 and Strasburg at 35 on on yeah. DraftKings. And I have Miley at, at 42% on, on Yahoo, so they're incorrect. Uh, they're looking yeah. in the wrong spot. Or they gotta, draft is also similar, too. So mid to high 30s, we should expect, and, and both be fairly close in terms of ownership with Strasburg and Miley. 
Uh, give me some stacks, Pepsi. I, I think it's Boston and Minnesota and Houston as your top three stacks. I'll take Boston first. Uh, I think Minnesota could get overlooked a little bit in that ballpark because we like Houston versus lefties in Boston, maybe. But I think all three of those teams are they're pretty potent, obviously, in good spots here. They should be pretty chalky. Outside of that, the Cubs righties. Castellanos, Bryant, and uh, and even Baez who returns tonight. Very interesting because Anderson, very reverse splitsy. So I really like those. And I think you can stack Washington versus Freed again if you want to be contrarian. We talked about that with Washington being hot. And, and even Tampa Bay could fly under the radar a little bit. They haven't really gone off in a while. But, you know, we can pick on Thornton. And that Jays bullpen's not very good. So so three teams that I think have potential that are not um, jockey would be Washington, the Cubs righties, and Tampa Bay. Give me some homers, three dudes. Uh, the top tier, J.D. Martinez, mid-tier, my boy, Nick Castellanos, and for value, G-Man Choi. Who is going to do the old jack-in-the-bag? So you are three for three. The last three have nailed, Dean. I've got a high-end and a low-end. Double the yeah. points here. High-end, low-end, jack-in-the-bag. Would you like to play? Yeah, I'm like the reverse Angel Hernandez, the jack-in-the-bag. Uh, let's see if he can knock. I, I think it, Altuve is one of them. It's actually bets over Altuve. I debated but Altuve is just not stealing bases these days. Yeah, but, you know. I, so I, I went to bets. But you can redeem yourself, and I'll still give you the four to four if you can nail the mid-tier slash value jack in the bag that I have. I don't want your sympathy. You don't have to round up for me. Well, this all. one's tougher. This one's even tougher. So technically, if you get it, it's harder, and you'd still be four shows in a row. Did you not say that uh, you kind of implied that uh, Elvis was the guy before? I don't know if that was a... You don't listen very often, so I threw it in there thinking you still wouldn't catch it. Well done. Elvis Andrews is that mid-to-value guy. I wasn't sure if you're, you're throwing me off the stench or not, but uh, <laughs> that's a callback to our, our previous our pre-show conversation just for you and Devin. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Who Questions in the chat. You ready to knock some out, Pepsi? All right. I don't know what this is in uh, relation to. But I see a question that just says, uh, what, who was the best player in the game? What, what game are they talking about? I don't know. I tell you, I had a tough time getting off Francisco Lindor personally. It's still Mike Trout. But uh, I w- Lindor is the guy that I love to watch play defensively, offensively. Outside of Trout, you can make an argument for Lindor. Give me a guy outside of Trout that you take first as a GM right now. Um, well, I mean, let's think of the people the Marlins have traded away. Uh, Chris Yelich. <laughs> yeah, that's a good play. Yeah, Ballinger, Yelich. Yeah, the age is on the side of all those guys as well. Uh, I'm a shortstop, so. Yeah, Quintana has a pivot off of Strasburg. I mean, I mean, he did that what that wonky like 14 strikeout game earlier this yeah, year. And Milwaukee can K. I mean, I get it. If you want to be contrarian, I wouldn't tell you you can't play Quintana not like tonight. But again, he missed the player pool to me. It's Strasburg and Miley over him personally. And again, I'm doing multiple lineups with multiple SP2s, but. I wouldn't tell you not to play Quintana. I just I don't feel good about it tonight, but uh, he certainly has the potential to be just as good as Miley. Why is Miley down to 8%? Okay, yeah, so he's not. We just kind of that, – that's been corrected. Yeah. Uh, somebody's playing on Fandle tonight, Pepsi. Who's your Fandle third baseman for cash? Third baseman for cash over on Fanduel. Mm-hmm. Probably Bryant. I mean, you know, decent price tag at 43. Love the reverse splits for Vanderson. I think Sano is my favorite GPP contrarian play at third base. I'm pulling up my CVR rankings. You have them as well, too. And this, of course, includes the game from earlier today. Hey, Pepsi, guess what? Victory lap. We both took a, a Eugenio Suarez as our, as our top first baseman, third baseman yes. today. And he homered. He had at least a homer. I don't know what else he finished when that game <laughs> ended, but he homered for sure. Yeah, and I have uh, Sano and Bryant basically as well, too. But, again, there may have been something changed. I go back and change those after the show because some lineup, uh, you know, in, 
They're a little bit surprising. Some guys that are playing, we didn't really see coming. Uh, all right. Can we stack Baltimore? Yeah, I mean, we can do some interesting things in Baltimore because, again, both out of our means are, are kind of hit and miss. And, and even the same game, they can have six or seven strikeouts, go three or four runs. We also have an extreme hitter's umpire in a good ballpark. So, absolutely. I mentioned you can play all sides of that. I'm playing means. I'm playing Allen. But I also don't mind stacking Texas or Baltimore. And I mentioned Mancini as the one Oriole that I do really like there if you're looking for some power upside. Yeah, the tricky part there, uh, the pitcher for the Rangers, Colby Allard, not a big fly ball guy. And I guess you can just say he's been really lucky from a uh, home in the fly ball perspective, 4.2% home in the fly ball. And that kind of speaks to his 0.33 homers per nine, which is like nothing. Uh, there's some uh, negative regression certainly coming his way. Maybe it happens tonight. Nice, a nice ballpark to hit the homers as well. Um, Pepsi, are you making the playoffs in real life? I don't know what that means. Mel is asking you this. What is? Are you in the yeah, real I life? My baseball teams and leagues and stuff. Yeah, I made the provincials and playoffs in in, uh, in um, multiple things this year again. So time to make a run. Hopefully, my old man body can hold up. Yeah, twenty. I thought you're only twenty-seven. Is that not? I am. I am, but I'm getting it's, a, it's an old twenty-seven. Let's be honest. <laughs> you're like the Felix Hernandez of life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Mookie or Cruz in cash? I will take Mookie in cash. Still got to go Mookie. I love Cruz. He was my top GPP bat tonight because, again, he matches the righties as well, and he's going to be lower on. But if it's cash, you got to go bats. Okay. You're 27 years old, so you probably don't know these shows. Uh, was Family Matters, Boy Meets World, and Step by Step, the, uh, the GOAT TGI Friday lineup? Did you guys get that in uh, like an ABC in Canada on Friday? Yeah, um, I remember Family Matters, and I'm young doesn't mean I don't remember some of these shows. I remember Boy Meets World, Step by Step, throwing me off a little bit. But so what, Family Matters had Urkel, right? It had Urkel. It had uh, Carl Winslow. Yes. Did I do that? Uh, That's a callback to Urkel. Uh, By the way, this is an incorrect lineup. I don't think Boy Meets World was on the same time Family Matters and Step by Step was on. So you got to check your your dates. That was years later, Boy Meets World. You remember Topanga, right? Or no, does that mean nothing to you? I don't know that one either, but yeah, sorry. And I again, like you said, some of those shows in the U.S. didn't come to Canada maybe, so it wasn't uh, – we might have had different days or different times or whatever it is. But for the most part, we usually have the same nights as you because we have the same channels. But, I mean, it, I mean, some of those shows, I guess, don't make it here. I'm almost positive Boy Meets World was years later. Now, you're actually – like, I think it's like Girl Meets World now where, like, one of their kids is a thing on one of those Nickelodeon or something? You're the expert. I'll always uh, revert to you in these situations. Who's the, the GPP Fandle starting pitcher tonight? I think, well, I mean, I think Pruitt's one of those. You don't need the quality starter to Pruitt. You might not get there because he may not go six, but if he's serviceable and puts up 25 to 30 or so, uh, and you can grab all the bats you want, that's probably where I'm going to go because we already kind of outlined it. The pitching is just, well, you just want to kind of sort of survive it. And you can load up on bats. You know, he's expected to get the W if he sticks around for five and change. That's my favorite tournament pitcher tonight on, on FanDuel. How about yourself? Outside of Strasburg, if you can make it work. I'll agree with you because he's the cheapest. The matchup's good, as you mentioned. I think he's the safest, too, in terms of, you know, lowering the salary cap. And uh, extreme pitcher umpire helps him because the other two guys we consider, Allard and Means, not as safe, extreme hitters umpire, maybe more K upside. But, again, if you're going down here to let the bats do the talking, you kind of just don't want to pitch it to kill you. So, so Pruitt would be the guy that I go to first. Do you remember Punky Brewster? I do, actually. Yes, I remember that. There you go. That's what we're going to close on. We're supposed to finish strong, but uh, they just Punky Brewster was brought up in the chat. Just giving a shout out to the chat. We, we see you. Uh, and all of a sudden, now it's TV talk, and they're in the, the youngins, and they're like, what is this? Uh, <laughs> uh, we got to get out of here, Pepsi, because they're knocking on the door. They got crunch time. It's one to Derek Hardy. 
talking some baseball. Rolf will tell you what's going down weather-wise. Finish strong, Pepsi. Give me something. Strasburg and Miley at the top. The three mid-tier guys, again, are Allard, Pruitt, and Means. Uh, Pruitt, the safer option. Uh, Cubs righties. Let's stack some Cubs righties. To be a little Woo! He's Pepsi. I'm Dean. Enjoy your baseball tonight. Football as well. We're out of here. Holler. Thank you.